0: Behind the Screen with Quinn, Matthew, and Andrew starts right now, right here on 88.9 The Bridge.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen. My name's Quinn Haber. I'm the co-host of the show, along with, come on fellas, introduce yourselves. Matthew. Uh, I'm Matthew
0: Bengali.
1: I'm Andrew Housen. Yeah, so this is Behind the Screen. We have a very special guest with us today. we got Eden Boss, the general manager of our radio station. I don't Eden.
2: I'm so excited, you guys.
1: That's phenomenal. Anyway, Eden recommended this great film, great motion picture. Okay, that became
0: That was like, a
1: what did that go into? <laughs> Alright, well Eden suggested a fabulous movie called The Departed. Came out in 2006 starring Leo DiCaprio and Matthew Damon. Yep. Matt Damon for sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he him so
0: well, he just, you know, Yeah. Just, I, just another, you know, another what, name. That's another what close math. friends call him. Yeah. Uh, but
1: <laughs> this movie is really long for, it was long. yeah, it was like almost three hours. I actually started watching it like a week ago and then I got about four, 45 minutes into it. I was like, all right, I won't have that much to go. And then I went back to watch it tonight and I was like, oh crap, I have another three quarters of the movie to still watch.
0: Oh, you saved the movie? Well, like
1: you broke. I it started early. watching before we even decided to review it. Oh, really? It's because it, it it had some of my favorite actors in it, and it oh. was directed by Martin Scorsese. So I was like, "All right, this yeah. better be good." Um, then it was too long. So, uh, yeah, Eden. So, why do you recommend this movie to us?
2: Well, I I was gonna say it was because of the Boston accents, but yeah. I think it's just because yeah. classic. It's. I feel like it, it's. It's just one of those movies that comes up in pop culture, and it's just referenced, and it has Matt Damon and Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. So it's like, it's like, it's one of those movies that you kind of have to see if you say that you're like into movies. Oh yeah, you know?
1: no, no, like, for sure, totally. I agree with that. Right?
2: Movies, I don't know. It's up there. So that I don't know. Why did you look at my recommendation and then decide to do an episode on it?
1: <laughs> well, because. To be honest, there was like seven recommendations. I thought there was gonna be more. (laughs) Thought there was gonna be more like fifty, but people obviously don't don't really care about um, our show too much. (laughs) Oh, Um, don't say that.
2: That's not true. That's not true.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So there was like seven, and about half of them were 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 jokes. Andrew Andrew did one, and he just said Bert's bees. so that's down to six and then there were a few more of those <laughs> so, so essentially there was like three actual recommendations um and the and the departed was one and i i had heard of the name before because it's it's kind of like a big blockbuster movie title so so i was like all right that's cool and eden you know you 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 know how to do a radio so show so i, I figured that you'd be a good guest so
2: I I, like I think what you meant to say is that it was like a highly selective process and you really liked my recommendation. And then out of like that's exactly what he meant. Yeah. He picked,
0: yep.
1: It was a tough choice. Some lost and Eden won.
0: Yeah. Eden, we had to do a lot of scheduling for this. We had to like move around. We had like we were actually gonna Yeah, we were gonna interview Matt Damon actually about this movie, but we decided to push him for next week. So he's fine with it. we're we're we're, first name. Yeah, we got him
1: we Actually, he's in the Zoom waiting room right now, but we won't admit him uh, until later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, wait, have any of you guys seen the podcast Smartless? Yes. Mm-hmm. Didn't we talk about the relationship meetings? And the way that they're all they're like Hollywood guys and they have celebrity guests. I felt like I was gonna have one of those moments where you guys brought on an exciting celebrity guests.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, I guess you are our exciting celebrity guest today.
2: Oh my god. You are.
1: Um but it's, yeah, I listened to, to that podcast episode where they had Paul McCartney on because I was like, no way these dudes actually scored Paul McCartney.
2: And, they score everybody.
1: I know, it's crazy. Anyway, back to the movie.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: so yeah. <laughs> so uh, just first impressions, kind of like a, a, a general consensus. Uh, what did each you guys think of this movie? I, I personally thought it was phenomenal. Yeah, well, I mean,
3: uh, Martin Scorsese, he directs like a ton of leota Cap movies that so i just yeah. like knew that it was going to be since i when i saw that he directed it i knew that it was going to be a really good movie exactly it definitely like i had no idea what it was going to be about and at first it was kind of hard to follow but then it became it was a very interesting uh plot there was a lot of like twists and turns
1: yeah martin scorsese and and leota cap at this point are kind of like they're like apple it's like you know that you're getting something with with quality it could be like a, like, Maybe, a PSA never, of like not littering and, and you know that you're going to walk away being blown away by it.
3: Yeah, Quinn, I never heard you compliment Apple like that. Yeah. Yeah, old... not
0: a fan of Apple.
2: <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen any other Scorsese films? Have you seen Shutter Island?
0: Oh yeah, I just oh. watched that.
2: <laughs> that, that That's so oh, good.
0: We saw That's, The Wolf. Uh, we'll say that for Wolf. another day. We yes. saw The Wolf on Wall Street. That was, um, that was oh, a good one. <laughs> we could <laughs> like yeah. that one. Um, yeah, so not exactly
1: appropriate to review though yeah i
2: remember like it was playing on my on like the airplane the screen that you have on the back of the on the, of the seat and I was like insecure that people were watching me watch that movie because oh, it was like so
1: i know exactly I wouldn't, what you mean you know, that that, yeah that's, that's risky that's not a movie
0: you want to really watch risky.
2: no i didn't know that going into it and then it, like <laughs> but i was like oh
0: shit. Yeah, yeah they yeah. opened up and you're like whoa yeah um, uh, i I've, wouldn't i the first song Oh, sorry, Quentin. I was just to say the first song, um, Gimme Shelter by the Rolling Stones. Oh, I'm yeah, they had a great... St- yeah, yeah actually- this yeah, had a yeah, great yeah. soundtrack, this entire movie. I wanted yeah. to mention the
2: soundtrack. Know. This uh, movie introduced me to the song Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd.
0: Favorite song of all time, Eden. That's what Pink I was just going to say. I love I love Pink Floyd. Wait. I love Comfortably Numb.
3: Eden, um, this was your first time listening to Comfortably Numb. What? Was this your first time listening no, to the song?
2: Like, I, I watched the movie like two years ago or something like that. And that was my first time listening to "Comfortably Numb." Oh, wow. I know, I know. This I mean, version
3: wasn't even that good. You got to listen to the album. Yeah, version. yeah.
1: This this was but like a fit. weird off It wasn't the version. best one,
0: but
2: it, it fit <laughs> with it. Guys, yeah, I've listened to the. I'm not like totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pink yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh Well, anyway, I wanted to quickly touch on the fact that Martin Scorsese has like almost dealt. I'd say like fifty percent of his movies are like gang or organized crime related. Um, I'm I'm just looking at his filmography here. He's got The Irishman, uh, The Departed, Gangs of New York, Casino, Goodfellas, uh, Mean street Taxi Streets.
0: Driver. That's I'm
1: not. That's not that organized one... crime. Oh, it's not. That's just about like a psycho dude. But
0: yeah, close enough.
1: This dude obviously loves organized crime. So, like, almost any movie about. Organized crime with this Corsese thing on the top is is a winner. And they all have Robert De Niro in them for some reason. Except this one. Yeah, except Nick this Harden one. Didn't.
3: I kind of the- wish they had Robert De Niro play um oh, who was the who was the actor that played the the big mafia dude?
1: Uh, Jack, Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, Jack Nicholson. He would have been it. good in that role. Yeah. So uh,
3: actually I don't I
2: like the way it was cast. I feel like I wouldn't have yeah.
1: Casting. No, yeah, yeah. The, ca-
3: the casting was great.
2: Actually, no, I will, I, I take it back. The one guy that I didn't like was the, the like the police guy who is. Do you remember the like the tech scene when when the guy messes up the technology and there's that one police chief guy? He's like not the main one, but he's like the Alec side Baldwin. Guy. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm gonna like. I feel like that's. Are you talking, talking about Alec
1: Baldwin? Yeah, it, it's.
2: I think that there's the, Alec
1: Baldwin. There's Mark Wahlberg, and then there's um, Martin Sheen.
2: I want to yeah. make sure it was. I didn't. I didn't like him. And you
1: didn't like Alec Baldwin. I didn't.
2: I like thought. Alec I thought he was pretty I dope. Like
1: I loved the scene where he beat up the uh the camera guy. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because he had like, two
3: hours to set up.
1: That, well, yeah, it's, no, it's,
2: was, it's I thought that Mark Wahlberg it was beat him way too far.
1: Uh no, uh Mark Wahlberg he, like, just like him. made a bunch of like mean <laughs> remarks. To yeah. him. Mark Wahlberg's like one-liners were so good in this.
0: No, that's what I was gonna say. As I say, the whole dialogue um, was yeah. was hilarious. Extremely I, well written. I clicked. I clicked, <laughs> I clicked um, um, like to go ten seconds back just to listen to the lines a couple of times. <laughs> I know. That to like fully process what they were saying. Um, it felt natural too. Um, I, yeah, it did. It was, yeah. I also. You,
2: um, oh yeah, sorry. You can go back. No go. Go.
3: I was just saying. Do you think like the dialogue was a little like? I feel like a lot of it was incredibly unrealistic. No, you don't think I mean, that you think they talk about like the that point a, where you a, a like notice
1: and it ruins the movie. Like I, I think the opposite,
3: where they all like flip each other off in the office and stuff.
1: I mean, it's Matthew. It's 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 Boston.
0: Like we don't really know what it's like over there. True. That could be exactly that's, that's what a really, a, really I've good point. I forgot. It's, I feel like it'd be exactly like that, and I feel like just <laughs> with the characters.
2: Oh um, my god! There's like a murder every ten minutes. I don't. I feel like in boston bad-
0: in
1: boston no, a murder I every ten in- minutes. oh in the yeah, movie
2: yeah oh yeah in the
0: movie. should should uh, we talk about oh no you go no
2: no 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 transition
0: uh, I, I, I was just gonna say should we start off with of course there's spoilers so should we kind of start off with what happened in the first two minutes um which absolutely blew me away um Ooh,
2: can i start with the opening quote of the yes. first this is the I wrote this down when I was watching it because I I, um, I, don't want to be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. And that's Frank Costello opening quote. Is that not just so savage? Like, gosh.
0: <laughs> the, the whole three minutes was savage because we learn right away in only about three minutes how the movie is is, what the movie is going to be like, right? We learn about this mob boss. We learn how in the first couple of minutes he, he treats people. And then we learned that he ends up killing two ladies. And then his quote was, she fell funny and started laughing. And it, right away I was like, he just, he, he put down two people and then quoted how she fell. Dying. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know, like. You guys think
1: that we were, that we were meant to like Jack Nichols or What's his name in the movie? Uh, Frank Costello. Do you think that we like the the viewers were meant to like him or or dislike him?
2: I I think the viewers are meant to like him because I think he's he's one of those people that that is so flawed but so likable at the same time in this like weird deceptive way. Like he Mm -hmm. serves as this like father figure to Colin and Billy, despite like being this like on paper this horrible person. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Okay. I I see what you're saying, but I at the same time I also I think that because like cuz like they purposely had Leonardo DiCaprio goes through like such a hard time with um him killing all these innocent people. I, I think like at the I think like we we're supposed to like progressively like hate him more.
1: Yeah, I hated uh Billy more than I hated Frank because oh you hated because what? Well, Colin. Billy. Billy was just like a not a, a lame person all around. Like he he was lame to his girlfriend. He was a total. He capped constantly. Um, wait, Billy wait. is Leo to cap. Are, are
2: you confusing? I think you're confusing. Oh, Billy and Colin. am I talking
1: about Colin? Sorry,
2: well, yeah, the fake no. cop. Are I
1: talk about Matt Damon. Yeah, I'm or talking about Matt Leo. Damon. Oh yeah, yeah, Matt. Oh, Matt
3: is yeah, Damon's I Colin.
1: Yeah, because like at least Frank was not pretending to be something that that he wasn't. Like he he in a way was kind of like honest with himself. Yeah. Um and I can respect a guy who's honest with himself, but like uh Colin Colin was just a big phony. Like I there was nothing about him. He might have been decent at his job, but I didn't respect him. But I respected him.
3: Except, but I think at the end we sort of had like, I kind of had a little bit of a change in heart because, like, um, what's his? Oh, again, yeah, Frank and Colin. Oh no, Billy. Uh, when Billy texted him about like to meet the warehouse, then he actually like followed that. He like followed through with that, and he actually went to the warehouse to catch, uh, Frank. Well, because he had no choice. Otherwise, Not, no. Yeah, he did because oh, he, did. he he was the only one with the cell phone. He did have a choice, right?
2: He betrayed him, I think. Like he, he betrayed Frank at the end.
3: Yeah, he He did. Exactly. I also
2: think. Well, actually, no. Finish your thought first. Sorry.
3: No. So I just think I think that we did. I kind of had like a change of heart for how I felt about him because he did end up uh, betraying Frank in a good way, though.
1: We should probably actually go a little bit into the like plot (laughs) so that listeners who haven't actually seen the movie know what we're talking about, about. Good point well no i there's a lot to unpack with the plot here like it's a lot it's totally unique so quick rundown there's two characters uh billy costigan and colin kaepernick whatever not kaepernick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the quarterback <laughs>
2: know,
1: the guy played by matt damon and yeah right, right right Sullivan. so at the beginning of the movie we see colin sullivan as a young boy uh in this uh like store and Frank, who's the organized crime head, uh, comes in and he's like, you know, pay up, pal. You know, blah blah blah. And then he sees Colin, and he and he, over over Colin's youth, Frank then becomes kind of like a mentor. Um, and then Frank kind of like corrupts him. And then Colin, him. yeah, exactly. And then Colin is now in the police cadet training academy to become. Frank's inside guy in the police departments so that Frank can, you know, up the ranks and basically not get caught. Um, on the other hand, we see Billy Costigan, who comes from a family of scumbags. He's played by Leo DiCaprio, and he wants to be a police officer because he wants to, you know, prove to the world that, you know, your family doesn't dictate who you are and he's the good guy. Um, and he is kicked out of the Academy because the, Guys at the at the police force are like why are you pretending to be a cop because they see this guy coming from a family of criminals he's he's coming to be an inside guy so basically we have we have two different characters who basically have opposite roles
2: well like basically uh, uh billy is going undercover to catch like to, to basically catch frank and and like put down shut down his operation or whatever.
1: Yeah, cuz Colin... the police guys say that if he wants to be a cop this is what he has to do. Like he he has no mm-hmm. other choice.
2: But then like on the other the side Colin is like doing the opposite. He's the inside man for the cops. So they have like roles reversed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so so there's like two different rats basically. And it was very cool to see uh like the dynamic of the rats like working together and against each other at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just so creative and like there was so much depth to it.
2: I'm, I mean, like even the way that they, like Billy has an, aff- well, I guess, I guess, Mag, what's her name? Magdalene. Is that her name? Madeline. Doctor. Yeah. Madeline. Madeline, Madeline has an affair yeah. with Billy. And that's another thing that like intertwines the characters and you're like, Oh my God. And the fact that they don't meet until basically like the last quarter of the movie, but it feels like they know each other because their scenes are just like I know. woven together. Yeah, it yeah. feels like they know each other.
1: They're so it's intertwined, crazy. but they just have no each other, like n- no idea that the other one exists.
2: And
0: I think, well, I don't want to say this until we talk about the ending because this will bring up the ending, and the ending to me was just mind blowing. Um, it was a little I, disappointing too. I, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah I, was, I was disappointed. So, couldn't you? Does it? does anyone want to talk about the ending I just i I, I still, still can't even comprehend we it
2: till the, end to talk about the ending what do we we wait till the end to talk about the ending
0: yeah let's we still okay. got a little more to unpack yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> like there's so much to talk about in such a little time oh yeah so, yeah and it just the whole the whole thing of it's like Um, I it still confused me a little bit. It's like, you know, this rat does this, and then we have this rat who's trying to play catch up, and they're calling each other. And and as you guys are saying, they're so intertwined in the fact that they didn't really get to know each other until the last 10 minutes in the movie is just such great um um story writing um for, for the movie. And it's just as you said, it's like these characters. Um, at times, even the characters got me mixed up. I was like, these guys could be brothers. Um, but but they they were like, What are you
1: talking about, Andrew?
0: Um, I'm talking about, um, Billy and Colin. You think they could have, yeah, what I I think, I think they could have been brothers. I was seeing some,
2: they didn't even long lost kids.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're both they're both moles and they're both just have pretty. Um, I mean, we see both of them get beat up, they get harassed, they get they're they're kind of. One in the same. And I think that's part what the director was saying in the no matter who you look at, who's infiltrating who, it's down to the the whole movie is about these two rats. Mm-hmm. And I think they're almost essentially the same character. um if you take a step back. And I, I think that's kind of what what the director was looking at. It's like, yes, there's all these kind of side plots about, you know, grabbing the chips and stuff. But we have these two characters who can be intertwined as either or, and it's about these two rats trying to um, succeed. Um, and that's um, that was, yeah, yeah.
2: You remind me of the quoted kind of near the beginning of the movie when Frank says, "When you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference?" In talking about like um, whether or not you should, when he's younger, be a cop he's or, a, her, like, or a criminal. And I feel like it's kind of the same thing. Like, the what's the difference at the end of the day? Like at the end of the movie, I guess this is a spoiler. But that's what I'm trying, trying to get at. <laughs> like they both die. So so at the end of the day, what's the difference between their roles? The more exactly
0: what I was saying. There isn't. That's true. I,
2: and and then and
0: then for for really quickly at the last scene we see a rat crossing crossing the oh, little yeah. um, mm-hmm. ledge and that and that's basically it. at the end of the day there are two rats and and really what they did didn't really change anything. Um, I mean, it, well, no, I I, guess, I, guess I, I
3: disagree it, with that. That totally okay. it changed everything.
0: I mean, well, I don't like, know if
1: it, Matthew, Matthew, I would agree with Andrew because what kind of what what happens is the two forces kind of cancel each other out. and People yeah. die
0: on both sides, but it's not like the crime boss has been the crime mob has been eliminated. Well, they, they have they. like <laughs> all right, and, and like their
3: has. leader has, and it's gonna fall apart sooner or later though because they don't have because Frank. That's his name, right? Yeah, Frank, he, he ran everything. He was in charge no, of everything.
0: No, but, but, they're, but, they're, but they're also talking about how most of it, they're like, okay, Frank, we're waiting until someone can do your job better than you. It's just a matter of time. It was a matter of time before he died. That's No, that's but, what...
2: this is, but that was part of it. Like, they think that everybody thinks that they can be Frank, but no one can actually be Frank. Like that, yeah. I feel like-
0: Yeah, I guess you got a point there. Of- Frank's a gem. Frank's one and only. Um, I, I, I just- <laughs> I just thought, um, I don't know. I, I guess I I, I just kind of thought at the end of the day, they, they were two rats and really they they both paid their lives for it. So I guess maybe things did change, but their lives both ended the same way dramatically. Ended,
2: but I feel like the development of the you have to point out the differences in the developments of the characters. Like I think overall, what I really liked about this movie was the character development, even if the development wasn't like, for the better. Like basically Billy's mental health deteriorates. He like goes crazy by the end of yeah. the movie. He's like yeah. panicking with his bottle of pills and he's like so and so I think that their mental states at the end wasn't it wasn't the same.
1: No, not at because all. Because
2: it was like Billy was being exposed to this underbelly of what the mob is like yeah, and, and Colin yeah. had grown up around it.
1: Mm-hmm. But probably most importantly for Billy is he was losing his identity because he'd been yeah. undercover for so long. He's like who am I anymore?
3: Yeah. Especially how he had to go through, like he had to go in prison and then he had to like, also like face a trial and stuff. He went yeah. he went
1: through a lot.
0: Well, and again, I think that, that kind of, at least I think comes back to my point of, of the two rats are, are the same. Well, I'm I, at least I, I, would, I think at least for Billy, what his identity is all he really wants. Right. That's what he wants at the end. And he dies without an identity.
1: No, he does yeah, no, Andrew's right. He's buried he with does. an identity, but he dies with that one.
2: He, oh, by the time- that was a deep thing to say, Quinn. He's buried with an identity. But Let's
1: he
0: dies quote that. Him. Yeah. I, I, but, but for him, he his whole thing is he wants to be, he wants, you know, he wants to have kind of a life. He wants to stop doing this being a rat, and he dies a rat. He dies as no one for a rat. For a cause that he never even really sees, kind no, of no.
1: Andrew, he dies out. a cop, is what he. He hasn't died a, right. a cop. To us, he That's
0: dies a cop, but he. I mean.
1: No, I mean, to everyone, he dies a cop. Doesn't matter which the, way you look at it.
0: But by the time he's dead, they they haven't. You know he he dies basically still without an identity.
2: Well, but no, actually, I disagree. I think he dies with the identity that he always wanted. Like, even if at the moment that he dies, he's like, like he doesn't have his his identity. His legacy lives on in the way that he wants. Like, the reason that he became a cop was to prove that his family could be different and that he could be heroic. And in the end, that's like kind of what happened to him. Like, he he ended up a hero. Yeah, right. That's a
0: that's a fair point. Maybe maybe I'm I'm looking at it. Um a little bit more wider than i because i i again i kind of go back to the same point where it's like they both die rats at the end of the day when i when i walk away from the movie the number one thing i think is they were both rats um for different for different groups and they both died rats so maybe i should maybe i should
1: be what you go, you can finish your thing. My-
0: oh, I was just, just going to say, maybe I should look at it a little bit more, a little bit more detailed, Um, but like the biggest thing I, when I finished watching it and I closed Netflix, I was like, there were two rats that both died at the end. So I kind of felt, it almost felt um, a little unfulfilling and that could just be me. Yeah, that was totally unfulfilling.
2: Well, maybe it's not though, because I feel like Billy dies a hero and Colin dies a rat. The
1: villain. Yeah. Like
2: he died, he, he's killed by Mark Wahlberg. What's his character's name? dignum
1: Dignam. 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 He was like, absolute fire.
2: And he, oh yeah. There's also the controversy over like what his motive was. Like whether or not Dignum killed him because he was working for Frank or because he wanted like vengeance.
0: We, um, I don't understand that part either. I, oh, you I, think think Dignam it, was... I think it was
3: totally for vengeance because yeah, he's a police officer. He wouldn't, he doesn't just kill someone out of the blue. Um, Like he would have arrested him if he, if he did it because he's working with Frank. So, I think he just then, killed him out of him. How, how, probably both, how probably both. How did he know?
0: How did he know that he was the rat?
3: Well, the lady had, um, or sorry, Madeline, she had like the recording. So she could but have turned. She, she, yeah, I totally think that she would have turned. They um, never
0: explained that part. And that they was never explained so, it. it. That was kind of so annoying. And I even looked it up. I was like, how did, how did Wahlberg know? Um, oh, what's his, sorry, Sergeant Dignum <laughs> Dignum know that, that he was, a, that Colin was a rat. And I, yeah. I don't think they ever clearly say. Also, and I was and- like, it's not like he it, out of thin air in the middle of the night. Someone you know came to him in his dream, so they don't really explain that. Unless I think I'm he just had
1: like, a hunch, and then later the hunch. Was... <laughs> no, I, I think he definitely knew.
0: You think a sergeant has a hunch and then goes? Pew!
1: Well, no, like it was a really strong hunch because it didn't actually show Dignum like obtaining any any like solid evidence that yeah. Colin was the rat except they like had that you know fight in the office and we as the viewer like knew that Dignam definitely suspected Colin as the rat even as early as like halfway through the movie yeah Dignam was was being kind of bitter towards him So,
3: well, D- well also he Dignam was in his house when he when um he was in Colin's house when he was shot too so you know, and Colin had the recordings in his house because Madeline. So, you know, maybe Madeline showed him and then he decided to shoot him. Mm-hmm.
2: I also feel like this was, like, this was his case. He has this tough love of, like, bitterness, Quinn was saying, toward toward Billy. Like, remember, he's so hard on him. Um, and they have, like, this this constant tension. But at the same time, I feel like um, Dignam was rooting for Billy deep down and wanting, wanted him to succeed. And so the murder was out of like protection for someone that he cared about.
3: I think he was always rooting for Billy. Cause I mean, Billy
1: worked
2: yeah. for
3: him.
1: Well, yeah. Cause Billy was on the side of good. And so was yeah. Dignum. even though Dignum like was super mean to Billy. Um, Tough love. Yeah. Yeah. They're both on the same side.
3: Andrew, I want to go back to what you said about uh, calling Billy. Um, calling him a rat would you guys actually consider him a rat because a rat me- means like you
1: be- like you sort of betrayed them i
0: have matt roll like a, a, a mole a Mole might, might be a better term
1: i think a mole is a better I term. i mean he's a rat to frank's Frank. organization yeah
0: yeah I, call sure him he he that, is, but... I mean a rat can have a bad connotation if you give it one but a, a, a rat, It's always
3: uh, bad connotation
0: I, I see this could not be everyone's definition, but at least my definition is a rat as as someone who infiltrates, gives information to another group. Um, so I', I That's would more call, like a mole
1: though because a mole is like a double agent. They uh, rats just kind of a vulgar way of saying mole. Yeah, like they're the same thing.
0: That's a, at least how the, I would do that. and I, I could there, I could not be on the crime lingo. But I would call both of them rats. I mean, because I, I just that's how I see them. It's like h- halfway through, it's like okay, they're they're both doing pretty awful things, right? Both killing people, both you know doing all this stuff. It's like I don't does know, Billy I actually ever rats. kill
1: somebody?
2: I don't, and I don't think he does. And also think no. about the motives behind it. Like you can't say that it's one and the same when one of them is defending the mob and one of them is working to break it down.
0: True, that's a good point.
2: I also feel like you can, like, if you are supporting the mob, you would say that Billy is a rat. But if you're on the side of the police and, and the side of the law, then you would say that it would only be Colin.
1: That's yeah. a very good point. This whole yeah. movie is just like a cycle.
0: Well, no, yeah. and, and it's so, and that's kind of my thing, that the it's the line is so blurred. Like, who you call what, right? Because it's like... I don't it's think it's like, that blurred. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I think... I, I, I think, think it's, it's good like,
2: to- to- I like the disagreeing.
0: I think it, it is blurred just because they're both they've both break broken laws. They're both doing kind of this this bad. So I I know one I know Billy is is with the cops, but he he still I don't know you know he he still gets pretty messed up. They both get messed up. They both do infiltrating. They both do the stuff, and and I just see it as. It, it's I, I still find it hard to tell them apart and that might just be but, me
2: but did did billy break any laws like yeah wait but when you're undercover it wasn't that like his job
0: yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think i i mean it's hard to go back the two and a half hours he I didn't feel kill like, anybody probably like assault
2: yeah.
3: is what he'd be charged for
2: I'm, I feel like I don't like comparing them as one and the same. I feel like in a lot of ways, they're, like, completely different characters. Like, they have the – they've been, like, conditioned to be very similar, and they had a s- similar upbringing, like, not really having a lot of family, being in Boston, both having this, like, cop side. But I feel like their characters deep down are not the same.
0: Nah. I mean, if, if, if you're on the crime side, you're going to think Billy – is a rat right billy's a rat billy I mean, yes. is a bad person and if you're on the cops you can look at so it, it's just all about perspective i see it i like yes there's some differences but i think the the similarities of what they're doing is bigger is bigger than the differences
1: i mean yes and they're both rats but uh they're they're different like people like you can't
0: you
1: you could compare their rattiness i suppose but which is like the
0: the whole thing that the movie centered around.
1: Mm, well, kind of, I, I think like the raddiness is like used as a medium to like express their their differences, because you I, can't see their differences without having something be the same about them to compare and contrast.
0: But would you? Oh, go go, Eden.
2: I was was gonna say that I think Billy and Colin are two products of. Well, I don't know if I'm able to word this well, but I feel like Colin and Billy are both products of like the mob upbringing, or like what is environment.
1: Like they're products people. of their environment.
2: Well, they're but they're <laughs> products of the same environment, but end up completely different. Like Billy ends up completely broken down and panicky and addicted to drugs, and Colin ends up like almost victorious because he was fighting for a different cause, and that like shows the main distinction between them. Like Co- Colin was actually with the mob on their side. Whereas Billy was just pretending to be,
0: yeah. And I and I guess this is just our our differences because I, when when you say that, I just see it as they both end up dead, right? So so they're the products of of them is just they're both. And I know and I know one will end up probably having a good legacy, but after all of that to end up dead, both of them same way, a crude shot in the head is just to me it, it was like if we could think of another movie with a really good guy and a really bad guy you could i bet you could have less similarities than these two people and maybe that's what i'm trying to get at like if we pick another one where they're not two rats but just a good old detective in a crime boss like the we can say the sergeant and the the crime boss right they they have a lot more differences and probably similarities and these two the two uh the two rats i just i think they have more similarities
2: i'm not saying that they're not similar i mean they they if you look at like if you look at on paper what their lives were like, they had, they were super similar. But mm-hmm. I think in in character, in like their values and their morals, they were not the same. And I think it, there's a lot of importance in the fact that Billy died, the, like, um, honorable, like he he will be respected. And then oh, we also didn't talk about the fact that Colin wants to write down Billy to receive like the medal of whatever. Do you guys remember that? The medal of that? Merit. yeah. merit yeah. that's important. It's like, why did he do that?
1: Yeah, I would like at at first when he was actually saying it to Billy, I was like, he's just saying it to you know, fake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A phony. Like, fake his role of the cop because now they've officially met each other mm-hmm. in their contrasting positions. So first, at at first, I didn't think much of it, but then uh, once once Billy like dies and then Colin is giving his statement to the other detective, you know, when they're like l- looking into the case, he, he still says that he would recommend Billy for the medal of honor. So like, yeah, that, that, that is confusing. Like, did- I think,
0: I think he's still doing that just, just because they haven't made Colin yet. I think Colin's still just doing that because he wants to, he, he wants, well, yeah, just I guess like, cover his
2: to- tracks, honestly.
0: That's what I think. I still think Colin's a cold a cold killer and him doing that. And well, that's actually tough because at the same time I do kind of see it as maybe maybe he can't I see it as he's covering his tracks and it's also a way to honor honor Billy. Because I feel like he probably still has some good in him. Um and I feel like that's his way of honoring him, but it's also just another way to cover his tracks.
3: Yeah. Well, also in the end they were both Or they both, like, despised um, Frank, you know, because uh, Colin thought that Frank was, like, uh, turning against him because he was an FBI informant. So I think he he was just happy that Frank was gone. I don't think he really, like, respected Billy. I think he just did it because Frank was gone and they couldn't have done it without Billy.
2: Well, then I feel like we have to talk about Billy's motive. I mean, Colin's motives behind – oh, wait – we didn't talk about the fact that Colin isn't the one who kills Billy. It's this guy, Berrigan, who's the, who also works for Frank.
0: Yes.
1: Oh Yeah, no Yeah. Husband, yeah Colin- but they didn't, yeah, Colin and Colin and Berrigan went to the academy together, but they, they didn't know that they were both working for Frank.
0: That scene is so, so the scene, just someone has to explain the scene. I, I can't even. It I, was... can, I
2: can explain. Okay. So basically like, um, uh, I, I want to call him Leo. So basically, Billy, Billy and Colin meet on, on the roof and it's like this, this crazy point where you're like, oh my God, there's so much tension building up, especially because it's following, like, it's like 10 minutes or so after a scene where they're, they have like this hunt down where they're both in the mov- in this movie theater together. And then there's like this tension that builds as you think that they're going to finally meet. And so they finally meet at this point on the roof. And then basically you think that Billy's going to get away with it because he gets Colin in handcuffs and like brings him down in this elevator. And they also have an encounter with like the other detective, what's na- Detective Brown or whatever. But you think that they're going to go away safely. And so when they're coming out of the elevator, the door opens and this guy, Berrigan, who also works for Frank, who's also a rat in in the detective agency or whatever it's called, um, shoots uh, Billy in the head. And it's blam. Like really jarring. It,
0: instantly, not was that, even. Was
2: it? Was it like, did I describe it well? Yeah. Like, was that everything? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's better. What, I
0: could that's be. It, it... Yeah. the, the, the elevators open, ding, Blam. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't even tell who it was for, for a second. Um, it, it, jarring a is an, jarring is an understatement. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, it, it, it reminded me of the opening scene, the opening scene, two minutes in, um, Frank just blamed someone, right? And, and now we're going at the end of the movie and people are just out of nowhere. Just the, the character that we've known, and seen develop, gone. Yeah. It just instantly gone in a matter of seconds. After two two hours of learning about this character, his flaws, his struggles, opens up the doors, ding. Pew.
1: Nothing gold can stay. It,
0: oh God. <laughs> <of course. laughs> Thanks, pony boy. Just and then not only after that, blam blam. There's like three more deaths oh. in a matter of a minute.
2: Yeah, that's what then then um they wait i don't know if brown dies brown gets shot at some point but there's thing right
0: there.
2: like barrigan's like we're the last two together we're in this together and then colin's <laughs> like nope and so then blam blam so and, a matter shoots of a brown, minute.
1: and then colin shoots barrigan
0: in a matter of yeah. of a minute we add zero people dead to all the main people dead yeah basically but, besides colin Did you guys also
2: colin yeah
0: yeah except for colin.
3: Did you guys notice like the way that it was it was shot? It was all shot like it was all shot in like in what seemed to be one take, and oh. it seemed like so like is I don't know how to how to describe the what like it was. It showed the two elevators, but it was like the camera was way back, and it just showed them all like killing each other, and it was so heartless. um exactly. Just how it was, just how Andrew just described it. How like it. You know, it was Fast, just like cold, how? heartless, yeah,
0: like gripping. I, I still can't even put it. just so it, it was such a shock. Just the main character, it's like it just let's say if it was any other movie, like The Wolf on Wall Street, and then Leo just walks <laughs> outside getting a lunch at Subway and a car hits him. Yeah, so,
2: well, um, well, I, I feel like the one take, I have one thing, sorry, I have one more thing to say about this. The one take thing emphasizes the way that killing is treated in this movie as this thing that just happens like getting a a shot in your arm like like a vaccination shot like it's it's in one take and usually in movies there's like this whole like you killed my father i will never forgive you put your hands in the air and then it takes like so long and in this movie it's like
0: nothing just it's like taking out the trash in other movies, you know that, that that's a whole motive. Someone dying. In this movie, it's it's secondhand nature. They're, you know they're like, you know, first you know they talk about their moms a lot, and they're like, "Oh, is your mom dead?" You know, like it's just, you know, they never seem sad. And then just for most of it, it's you know people getting their heads broken or things exploding or um, just all of that, and it, you kind of become desensitized to it. I was, after the first two minutes, after the first two, uh, after the first scene, I was like, whoa, this is what we're doing. And then at the end, it was just, yeah.
1: Yeah, so this movie did very well when it came out. It won four Oscars in 2006. It won uh, Best Motion Picture of the Year, Best Achievement in Directing, Best Writing uh, Adapted Screenplay, and Best Achievement in Film Editing. And then it was uh, Mark Wahlberg was a nominee for Best Performance uh, by Actor in Supporting Role. So,
3: you wait, Mark Wahlberg won Best Supporting Role?
1: No, he got nominated.
3: Oh, that's the only nomination that they didn't win. Cause I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like they were, they were better, like supporting roles. They had 141
1: total nominations of like all of the different categories and like, you know, different organizations, and they won uh, over half of those nominations. Wow, I oh, know.
2: I feel like that's kind of, but
1: Incredibly. I don't think
2: it comes as that much of a surprise.
1: Yeah, no, of it's course, course easy, it's not.
2: And you have this like really epic cast. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. If I had to
0: describe, no, I was going to say, I was just say, um, say this movie first of all is ten times better than Frequency. Um, I don't know.
1: I don't know about that, that one, Matthew. I don't know. Andrew,
3: Frequency don't know. I'm never really gonna let that go.
0: Eden, we saw a yeah. movie that that Matthew said was mind blowing, and it, it was, I it was. I never
3: said that. It, it was absolutely mind blowing. I said it. actually was It was a little mind blowing.
0: This this yeah, movie,
3: Andrew, difficult. like, still talks about it to this day. Yeah, he's still he's bitter. A weird.
0: I am pretty. Bitter
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, that. it's a little weird. Just like let it go, I guess.
2: But <laughs> no. Uh. I think my well. I don't know if we're doing like final thoughts or if we have yeah. more to, to go but the especially our conversation that we just had about like death in the movie I thought of of something interesting that I didn't consider before and I didn't really see this when I was reading about it but maybe that's just like I just missed it but the movie is called The Departed which is basically like the the dead the people the people who have died and the treatment of death throughout the movie is super interesting and at the beginning of the movie um ish Billy goes to his father's funeral, right? Mm. And then at the around the same distance that that was to the beginning, the same distance to the end of of the movie, it's Billy's funeral, and he's the one who's died. And I feel like that contrast is super interesting, and and the way that everything he went through in the movie was kind of like for his father, and then in the end, like how how Andrew was comparing Billy and Colin because they both died in the end, like he kind of ended up dead like his father like death is all, all the same but it was like his death was replacing the death of his father by leaving behind this legacy of his family that's my final that's my final take my final thought on the movie
1: yeah that's very that's interesting, interesting. and his dad that. his dad kind of died a nobody and billy died as somebody
3: mm-hmm. well, he, was his dad a good guy
1: uh,
3: I, heard, I heard many I'm, different
1: like good. opinions on him
0: when I would, I would even argue airport. that that Billy, yeah. at least to Billy, Billy died a no one. And I know we've already talked about this, but I, I, I can, I kind of see that maybe that's the whole point of The Departed. Billy's dad died a nobody, and Billy, at least to himself at that moment, died a no, a no one. And I know he had a big legacy, so you talk about that, but at least to Billy, dies, or at least he thinks he dies a nobody.
2: Mm, so, I, I think we should agree to disagree on that one.
0: Yeah, we might have to.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, For the if sake I of a, time. Yeah, if I had to rate this movie, I would, I would give it a, I would give it an A, out of Can a, you
3: give a us a out of ten? Because that
0: 10. we have no <laughs> a,
3: an A out of ten.
0: Um, I would give it a a, a nine point three. Okay. It's a great movie.
3: I would give it a because the ending. I feel like they could have done so much better with that.
0: Sure, I'm Wait, dropping but- mine down to a nine. I- it was like I a British
3: horror movie okay. ending.
1: I Matthew, like I the one loved one, the I, I thought the ending was really good.
3: I mean, the Mark Wahlberg scene was that was sick yeah, that, when he that when justified he all. Blanked that. Colin, that but it. you know, it would have been nice to see you know Billy get married to Madeline or something. I would
2: going to say like, what do you want the ending to be? Yeah, that would have been
3: too cliche, man. It would have not- no. Well, maybe or maybe not get married, but you know, have some sort of happy ending for, or have for him me, like serve on the. She cried at his funeral, Matthew.
0: The, the worst part of the movie was not knowing why Colin died. Billy what? had to die. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. It's like The departed. But but why? I, I, I still, I wish they would have, ex- they explained so much throughout. And then now we're just seeing Colin
2: die. No, you're but you're be- not supposed, it's not supposed to be explained. It's up for interpretation. That's part of the beauty. Yeah,
3: I didn't mind that part. Uh, do we ever figure out why Matt Damon or, or why Colin, first of all, why he joins uh, Frank's uh, gang?
2: Wait, why but Colin does?
3: Why Colin joined his gang when he was like a kid.
2: I think that it's because he didn't really have a family to to support him.
3: Oh, he didn't? Okay. And then why did he end up becoming a cop? Um so that he guy. could be
2: an inside not man for
3: But how does but he wouldn't have helped him. Or like he never actually like helped Frank.
2: He well he yeah, did. He did, he, he did oh, during, remember when he tipped him off with the phone and he's like communicating with him the entire time. I don't know. Yeah. But, but <laughs> I feel like there's there is so much to talk More about
0: that we didn't even discuss it and was. I, can't, I yeah. can't bring
2: up anything else or else we'll movie.
0: talk for another hour it yeah. just you, you have to watch it um highly recommend it's on Netflix right now mm-hmm. um so you can watch it if you have a Netflix subscription um
3: don't share your uh your account with someone else because
0: is that Netflix's new rule yeah <laughs> well they're starting that soon yeah it, yeah, yeah you, you have to watch the movie it, it is it is amazing um Hopefully, you didn't listen to this and then watch the movie because it'll be thirty times worse. But um, watch the movie if you haven't; it, it's amazing.
2: And Quinn, you have to give your rating too before we end. Oh yeah, you have mine, I guess
1: I would give this one a fatty, a fatty nine and a half.
2: Nine out of ten.
1: Yeah, out of ten. Ian, what was your rating?
2: I was gonna say I was actually gonna say nine point five two, nice. or maybe nine point four. Just to go. Oh.
3: Queen's
0: okay. at a nine point five, Eden nine point
3: four, me nine. I was like a nine na- eight point 6. six.
0: It was so, just too long.
3: It was just too long.
0: We're we're all within a point. Um, yeah. All all top notches. Um, it was outstanding. Matthew was it was a little brutal, but um, it, it was just a great movie.
3: Well, Andrew, I am still I'm still I still don't forget when you rated <laughs> the frequency like a two out of ten. Okay.
0: It was like a five, so, but yeah. You gave it a five. Twelve. Oh. A
3: 12. Okay. Twelve. Eden, uh, before we uh finish the show do you want to do you have anything you want to say about your show
2: uh oh well Plug it my show is completely different from your guys's show my my <laughs> show is very scattered and random well i did do it i did do an episode on pulp fiction um Ooh. so that's a movie episode but my show is garden of eden you can listen every saturday at 10 a.m and i'm on spotify so go check it out and quinn i think you have to do the outro for this episode also in a boston accent
1: okay um, uh I got to get it like warmed up again. All right, thanks everyone. All right. All right, thanks everyone. All right. Thanks everyone. All right. Matt Damon. All right. Oh, uh, it's right. Th- horrible. No, I'm thinking of the Mark Wahlberg guy. I feel like his accent was bad. Yeah. All right. Thanks
2: everyone.
1: All right. Oh, thanks thanks everybody. everybody for listening to behind Very the screen. Good. We really appreciate it. Um We'll okay. see you guys next week, uh, Wednesdays at 5 o'clock p.m.
0: Uh, thank you, Eden. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us, Eden.
1: <laughs> yeah. My name is Quinn harbor I'm Matthew Bengala, And I'm Andrew Howard. See you guys next week.